Today, the plot thickens in the Chinese spy balloon saga. Project Veritas set to oust James O'Keefe and a former collegiate swimmer is speaking out about Leah Thomas exposing himself in the locker room. We've got all of that and more coming up, and it all starts right now. Welcome to the news and why it matters. I am Sarah Gonzalez and I am joined today by Jason Buttrell, head writer and researcher for, you know, some guy here. I think his name's Glenn Beck. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I've never yeah. heard of him. Uh, also joined by, very excited, Gavin McInnes, of course, uh, comedian extraordinaire. Exactly. Yep. Uh, I was going to say that. Oh, I had more. You have like many titles. <laughs> you just want to leave it at comedian or censored.tv founder? Male model, genius. <laughs> yeah. We could, we could keep going all day if we wanted to. Body um, double for African-Americans in porn. <laughs> <laughs> also joined by uh, John Doyle, Blaze TV contributor and host of Heck Off Commie, who wore a button-up shirt for me, so thank you. It was for Gavin. I was going to say, yeah. you were making it work for Gavin, I don't know. My titles are far less diverse and interesting. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, okay, so I want to get to... Well, first of all, I don't know if this is gonna ever going to stay on YouTube whenever we have Gavin around, so... Uh, you may you may need to go to Blaze TV to go watch this. We don't know. We might get I might get canceled today. I don't know. I don't really care because we're gonna have a good time anyway. Uh, so Alex isn't canceled yet. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> like the day is young. Um, so Congress today voted 419 to zero to condemn the Chinese Communist Party's use of a spy balloon over our country, which I always think is just so funny. Like they're voting to condemn something. It just seems like such a such a wuss thing to do. It really kind of means nothing, but they're going to vote and say that they were bipartisan about condemning. Um, so we know now that the Chinese balloon that flew over the United States for eight days uh, included multiple antennas capable of collecting intelligence, and they were operating with electronic surveillance technology capable of monitoring our communications while also transmitting it back to China in real time. And uh, it was able to collect data from cell phones. So we had these U-2 spy planes, right, Jason? I'm going to let Jason tell me if I'm off anywhere. He's already, like, chomping at the bit, ready to go. Uh, we had these U-2 spy planes that were flying over the top of the balloon that was trying to collect data from the balloon. Uh, the Biden administration said that the spy plane learned that the balloon was able to eavesdrop, and it did have that the signal intelligence capability to send back to China. And yet we just let it keep going, even though it sounds to me like they were hiding this information from us last week, that they knew the whole time that this was collecting and sending information in real time and just just kind of waited and waited and waited and waited. Do, do I have that wrong? No, you got it right. I, I think the whole thing is just kind of really hilarious, actually, because, you know, I, I don't really understand what the Chinese thought they were getting out of this, right? I mean, that they have mastered the capability of hot air balloons, you know, something <laughs> that... Uh, you know, it was invented, I think, in like the 1700s, right. pretty much. Um, I don't believe for a second any narrative from the government on this. This after-the-fact information mm -hmm. now that, oh, no, they had these like, you know, you know, very intricate systems where they're monitoring, you know, cell signals. Somewhere right now, there is a nerd, nerdier than me, and he's sitting in a basement in the NSA. And right now, he's thinking, how should I spend my time? Should I spend my time listening to a terrorist in the Middle East? Or should I spend the time you know, confirming my suspicions that my girlfriend's cheating on me and listening to her cell phone. He has the capability to do both. So do the Chinese. 
They don't need a freaking hot air balloon the size of two balloon, uh, buses to hover over the United States to do that. So this has nothing to do with uh, collecting signals intelligence. Mm. No, nothing at all. I think this is something completely different. I don't think the government's even going to say what it is. Surprise, surprise. Well, what do you think it is? P probably gauging reaction. That, that, that yeah, would be my like biggest. Just a, a, a showing of force to, to see what we would do. Right. Yeah. If we employ this, how long does it take an F-22 fighter jet to uh, intercept mm -hmm. it over this area? When will they get involved? Like, I mean, this should have been intercepted when they, once they got to our air defense identification zone way off the coast, mm -hmm. but they didn't mm -hmm. do it. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, that tells you one thing. Either, either that tells the Chinese either A, they just didn't care and didn't think it was a threat, or B, NORAD sucks and something needs to be looked into NORAD. But the military won't tell you either. Right. So. Or, we're, I mean, we're just weak as hell with Joe Biden at the helm of things and China can basically do whatever they want to us that and too. let us be uh, their little bitch. Yeah. That's what, well, that was the purpose of it, to make us look like a bitch. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you've seen a lot of kung fu movies, but uh, in the Wong Fei Hung series, we learned that in China, face is very important. And this is us losing face on a global scale mm -hmm. right before they fight us. And that's good for a number of reasons. One, it's a big in their culture to humiliate someone and make, make, make them have shame. Mm -hmm. But it's also a good, as you say, it's a good test. And if, if they invade Taiwan, which they should, this is a perfect time. Yeah. We're at our weakest. Yeah. Then it's good to know that, A, I can slap my opponent around like a little bitch and that he's weak. So this was a good, you know, in boxing, when they some, sometimes it's called measuring, when they use the jab to feel out where his head is so they can do a good punch. Mm -hmm. This was a measuring move, and we failed. Did you notice their excuse? They said it was a weather balloon at first. Right. Which was so? just, it's the same thing that we said yeah. about the, the, the spy plane over the Soviet Union. But Japan has, Big used, troll. has used poison in balloons for oh, many yeah. times, and China's used them on their own people. Mm -hmm. So a balloon is a deadly weapon yeah. of war. Mm -hmm. yep. And I don't understand why, like, we should have shot it over Russia. Those people aren't even human. It doesn't matter if it's got chemicals there. <laughs> they probably say thank you, whatever that is in Russian, as the chemicals rain down on their May starving I have another? heads. <laughs> the whole like idea of the balloon, I mean, that sounds like something you would read in a Tom Clancy novel, like with yellowed pages you find at your uncle's hunting lodge or something. Like, the idea that the Chinese are still over there with like sticks and stones and we need to send over a weather balloon. Like, these people are far more advanced, I think, relative to us in terms of their military uh, development over the last decade or so. And I think it's true. It was just meant to humiliate us, but that's not a thing that Americans recognize anymore as like a legitimate thing because we are so unserious already. Right. We'll just be like, oh, well, at least we have like, you know, gay people kissing on TV. Mm -hmm. You guys don't have that. And then mm -hmm. China's like, yeah, we know. We don't want that. Right. That's why we banned it. So <laughs> we make ourselves look very unserious already, which is why, to his point, you know, the idea that China's going to find a piece of information that can help them destroy our country faster than our own leadership can is just like completely beyond the scope. So I want to, just while we're on the topic of foreign relations, yesterday we talked about uh, the Nord Stream pipeline and about how there was a report that had come out. I don't know if you guys saw it that um, I know I know you saw it, um, but I it was basically what many of us thought, which was the United States were the ones who sent these divers down to, you know, later go and detonate and blow up the, the Nord Stream pipeline. Um, Jason. I know when the report came out, it was a little iffy on, okay, well, there are all these anonymous sources, and it's like, okay, well, we're not sure if this is legit. Not all these. It was one source. Okay. Within Which kind of goes into Well, it. within the CIA, right? They, he didn't say. That, okay. So do we have any further information on whether or not that's true? 
Uh, no, and you're never going to find out because whatever evidence there was blew up at the bottom of the ocean. So I, I highly doubt they ever find out. I don't know how to take this. I, I really don't. I, Seymour Hirsch is, is the author. He won a Pulitzer in like mm -hmm. 1970, I think. He was legit. But I think he got kind of a little bit further and further out there. You know, as, well, he as must time be pretty by. old by now. Yeah, yeah. I think he was yeah. in the 80s, I think. I think something like that. But <laughs> What do you mean by further and further out there? Because well, at this he, point, I'm, I'm, I am of the opinion that, like, I was, I've been called a conspiracy theorist for the last three years, and I've been right about everything. So right. what, do you, what do you mean by that exactly? That, he's been criticized for, for exactly what he did with this article, which is using, like, single okay. un, unnamed sources, anonymous sources. Uh, he, he said some, there, he did something about Osama bin Laden, questioning if he actually had any culpability in 9-11. Um, he'd it was something else about whether the Syrians use nerve agent on their people or so, it was uh, several things, but he would always link back to a single source. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying he's wrong. The weird thing about this is, is like several weeks ago or several months ago, I would say there's no way in hell we would have anything to do with this. They just wouldn't risk that kind of escalation. Now, the moment my brain goes there, I take a step back and go, I don't know anymore from this administration. Mm -hmm. They want this cult of great reset, climate change so badly. Mm -hmm. I could actually see them saying F it and just doing it at this point. I don't know. I, don't, I really don't want to believe that we would go that far, but I, with, the, with these people, hell, I wouldn't have thought that the Department of Justice would be giving automatic weapons to cartel people just to find out where the guns might end up. But it freaking <laughs> happened. That happened. So, yeah. Golly, um, how do you like write that write that ship too? Because as Jason pointed out, I don't. I think like government distrust is at all time lows. So how do you? That's a good thing. Well, I know, but I but but like where does that end though? Because it seems like it's just it's complete chaos is what you devolve into when you don't know who to trust. You can't trust the government, and then you go to you know the crazy Substack guy. What was his name? Seymour Kirsch. Hirsch. Hirsch. Seymour Hirsch. Then you go to him, and then and then you don't know what is true. Mm -hmm. I mean, that doesn't. That's where like, we're at. We're at a right. state yeah. of total chaos. Yes. There was a documentary that playing at film festivals called How to Blow Up a Pipeline. And it's this radical green activist who's getting accolades from all the critics and he's talking about his wonderful uh, movie based on a book and his parents are both green eco-terrorists. And it's, he's the darling of the, the indie movie scene right now. So this mm, radical geez. politics, the stuff that was like in the 70s with you know, the Black Panther movement and, and AIM and all these radical groups that were killing cops, the Weather Underground, those people are literally and figuratively in the mainstream now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, Bill Ayers is getting Obama's career launched. And generally, the, the, the general consensus in America is cool. <laughs> Let's blow it up. Yeah. And which goes back to the Chinese balloon thing where we don't, you can't shame people who have lost a sense of pride. Pride is taboo now. Patriots go to jail for 20 yep. years. Yep. Mm. So we're unshameable because we're like the, all these crazy drag queen trannies running around making fun of ourselves. Yeah, well, and I mean, it's not just that. It's just completely infiltrated the actual military. Right. Right. Like they, they instead of training them on, you know, how to be stronger, they're like, well, we're going to have you guys go to an inclusivity class. Uh, we're also going to spend money to create ads showing like a lesbian uh, army sergeant who's really excited that she's in the military. And it's not normal gays. <laughs> like it's gays where gays go, what? <laughs> With the leather furry yeah. puppy yeah. mask yes, and yes. and that uh, that 
the guy covered in metals, what's his name, uh, our Minister of, of Health. Oh, uh, Rachel Levine. Yeah, with the, 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 the lovely and piles beautiful. and piles of metals mm -hmm. all over his lapel. I guess he was in combat in Afghanistan or something, <laughs> saving trannies. But like, <laughs> and that freak who steals luggage. Like, it's yep. not like there's a few homos. <laughs> when we were, you know, in TV, when I was a kid, you'd have Paul Lynn and Liberace, and they were like slightly gayish. Right. These are like the the death metal. Of gay, <laughs> right, like right. They are white noise homosexuality. The, in, the good in, thing with, I would say, the the people, the, the the military people, just from my experience, that are getting some of this, mm -hmm. I guarantee you, none of them are taking this seriously. Right, none but, of them. Okay, and and I, I I'm glad that you brought that up because I do think it's an important distinction to make that, like, I'm not saying every single person in the military sucks because there are a lot of. It's the top stinks, right? There are a lot of others who are in it for the right reasons, but I think it's very similar to law enforcement that we're seeing is like, but how much longer do those people stay in? Because certainly I'm not telling my son, you should join the military. It's a really great thing. And you're going to get to, you know, like, I, I don't want him anywhere near that. So the same thing with law enforcement, like local police departments. I would never tell my children to walk into a job like that because of how bad it's gotten. So how much longer do people like you know, who are good people and are there for the right reasons, how much longer until they're taking their retirement and they're leaving and we're stuck with all the crazies? That's exactly the point of it, too. You know, they're not instituting these policies because they think that, like, some white guy from Tennessee is going to sit in on a DEI class and be like, you know what, they've got a point. It's because they're trying to let it get out there and dissuade people who would be the most likely to be loyal to America <laughs> to not enter the military because, I mean, these people, once you get to a certain level of power, I mean, you understand how the game is played. You know that if you don't have the military loyal to you, you're in trouble. And these people, I think, actually are delusional, and, uh, delusional enough to have thought that like J6 was an, an actual threat to their power structure. And they saw you know, what was happening in the Capitol. And from there, you had things like the vaccine mandate. You had all of a sudden the escalation of this kind of stuff. And people like us, normal Americans, will see that and be like, this is so stupid. Obviously, that's not you know, going to work. They're not going to be able to do this in a long enough timeline. But they're doing that because they're trying to think of proxies mm -hmm. to get people out of the military who would be the most likely to be loyal to the traditional American society. And that's why you see things like that. And like you mentioned, too, with the public distrust in the government, there's a good way to counter that. And it's manufacturing external threats and external crises, things like a world war, things like alien invasion, a global pandemic. And so I totally agree. I think that they probably did that hoping that Putin would escalate so they have a reason all of a sudden to be like, look, we're being attacked. We have to rally behind the flag just like we saw 20 years ago. Yeah. Uh, go ahead. Last word. I was going to say that I, I don't think that I don't think that the rank and file military, the people that actually win wars and fight them, uh, well, this will affect them because it's mm -hmm. typically that rank, which was the rank that I was part of, see all the others as almost like a kind of like a microcosm of the actual. Mm -hmm. Like we're here to fight a war, but we're, our mini war is against the officer corps mm -hmm. and a lot of those like people like that. Mm -hmm. I, I, I'm more concerned about the really good officers that are there. They're leaving gonna, in droves. They're leaving right. in droves. Same with the right. police. Right. Those are the guys. That's where we got all this from. Right. Yeah. Uh, we, we got all this F the police, top brass stuff yep. from cops. You know, you talk to a cop or anyone in the military and they're like, I don't know what happened. Mm -hmm. This is not what I signed up for. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, let's, uh, let's go ahead and take a quick break and then I want to talk Project Veritas. First, I want to thank our sponsor, Birch Gold. So despite the United States blowing through the a uh, $31.4 trillion debt ceiling in January. The leftist White House still refuses to reduce spending, uh, while our national leadership has buried their heads in the sand when it comes to fiscal responsibility. Might I just suggest 
that maybe now is a good time to look into diversifying into gold with Birch Gold uh, in times of high uncertainty and instability. Gold is king, it is dependable, and Birch Gold will make it really easy for you to convert an IRA or 401k into an IRA in precious metals. What you need to do is text the word Y, that's W-H-Y, to 989898. They're going to send you a free information kit on diversifying into gold and silver. And uh, you can talk to one of their precious metal specialists. I ju- I'm just, I'm not a financial advisor. I'm just here to tell you, um, I don't want your money to just waste away in these retirement accounts that you have set up. This, this is money that you've earned, okay? Don't let it wither away because of the Biden administration. You can protect yourself with gold today by texting the word Y to 989898. Founder and chairman of Project Veritas, James O'Keefe, is now on paid administrative leave uh, with reports are saying the organization, uh, they're considering removing him from a leadership role. This was New York Magazine, Daily Beast, both had uh, concurrent stories last night. Now, Project Veritas released a statement yesterday after James O'Keefe began trending on Twitter and uh, news started rolling through these various news sources. They said, Project Veritas has achieved immense growth and impact during the last three years. Like all newsrooms at this stage, the Project Veritas board of directors and management are constantly evaluating what the best path forward is for the organization. The board and the management are continuing this internal evaluation to assure our long-term success. Project Veritas will never stop and we will never let our supporters down. Uh, it talks about, you know, their 65-plus employees dedicated to continuing the mission. To our supporters, we hear you, we care about you, and we will never give up. Uh, so Crap. multiple reports now are that uh, the board does plan to come to a full vote tomorrow on whether they will oust James for cause. Um, I cannot imagine Project Veritas surviving without James no. O'Keefe because Project Veritas is James O'Keefe. Mm. Now, on the Daily Beast article, it did have a uh, this memo that it was like 16 staffers who signed their names to the memo that uh, they said that his behavior was cruel, um, working for him was toxic, he would publicly humiliate his employees and even require them to take a lie detector test. Um, one, one of the staffers wrote in the memo, I would describe Project Veritas' current environment with the saying, the beatings will continue until morale improves. And I just... Yeah, you know, it's like, if you guys plan to do this, you better have some really solid buttoned up evidence that he did something criminal, right, or abusive, because what is publicly humiliate to me is different than what a Gen Z might say is like tough or toxic or, you know, oh my gosh, he was so mean. Like, was he just a tough boss who just spoke bluntly and expected work to be done? Because I would call that fine, right? But someone else might say like, this is abusive, I'm signing this document. So being that this could mean the end of the entire organization, I'm just saying I hope that they went through all of these you know, uh, check boxes and made sure that this actually is something that would rise to the level of pretty, I would say criminal. That's what mm-hmm. I would say. Yeah. What, what, what do you guys think? Well, I, I think it's interesting that they say it had immense growth over the past few years. Because Why of do him. You think, I, I know. know. And the board rode his coattails all the way through mm-hmm. it. Yeah. And this is like, okay, look, everyone knows that O'Keefe is a big douche canoe. All right, everyone knows, but that is exactly like who you want yeah. in your in a guerrilla news organization. Right, right. Yeah, like I Trump. like James. Yeah, exactly, right. exactly. Right. I, I, and if you and if you work there, I would think you would you agree with the cause. Mm-hmm. You'd be all about it. 
And like like you like you were saying, like I was in the military, I was in the Marine Corps. Like I want people to be mean to me. It motivates me. <laughs> right. I don't give a crap. Right. And plus I believe in the cause. Right. If you don't believe in the cause, just get the F out of there. But I mean, but I but that's the style of person that it takes to run that yes, organization. Yes, correct. That's what we want there. Well, yeah, and we, it's like even even required him to take a lie detector test. Like, good. who cares? Take the test. Of but course, yeah, you're of course, going he would want you to. Cover. Right. Yeah. That's what I'm like, saying. Like, lives yeah. are at stake. Exactly. You've got to be a hard ass. One of the allegations that he called someone a pussy. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> they were being a pussy. <laughs> right. I, I hang on those guys all the time. Their their offices near my house, and and uh, I've worked for Veritas. We did this one with what's her name, Laturno. I, I spent days working on our campaign, trying to find something wrong. No, nothing was wrong. But there was millennials and really? Zoomers there who were incredibly incompetent. One big fat tub of crap had his camera, like the cameras are buttons on your shirt, uh -huh. and he had a T-shirt with a oh, button on it, no. and I could see the cord. And I'm like, dude, what are you doing? Oh, no. You're giving away not just you, but the whole Everyone. operation, you fool. He's like, it's hard to find it. He had a high-pitched voice. It's hard to find a dress shirt in this size. <laughs> I was like, you're a loser. So you got to be a hard ass. And I, one thing I will say about James is, I, I, you know, you get his employees drunk late at night. You project Veritas, Veritas, and they have nothing but good things to say about him. They love yeah. it there. He's not a creep. There's no, no. Me Too stuff going on. No. Yeah, when you're going taking on DNC and Big Pharma, you got to be a hard ass yep. sometimes. Yeah. And James yep. is a yep. hard ass. Yep. But my only problem with this is, and I texted him today. I said, surely you saw this coming. Like you go mm -hmm. against Big Pharma, that's that's bigger than the government. Mm -hmm. They run this country. So you know, El Chapo is ready for people to turn on him within his own community, I assume. Yeah. So you should have known that there's a mole in this company that was put in there, possibly by Big Pharma, and they are sabotaging this company from the inside out, and he should have known this. And yeah, there probably are 20 people that sign a thing saying, he's mean and I hate work. <laughs> and right, those are just right. loser Zoomers who have no sense of loyalty because they didn't have a dad. That's <laughs> this generation, and I don't say this to be like a pick me, but like my generation <laughs> is the worst generation to have ever walked the face of the earth. I mean, like, like seriously, like half of us are overweight, uh, like a quarter of us are like openly sexually deviant. Uh, we're all like depressed. We have no attention span. And yeah, these people can't hang it. Project Veritas. It's sort of like, you know, a few good men where it's like, I urge you to not question the methods by which I provide the undercover footage. It's like, who cares? You know, you're running a tight ship. And, you know, James O'Keefe, too. I mean, the guy walks around and he's doing some of these dances and stuff and you kind of wonder so like funny. but then he walks around at all these events with like a whole posse mm -hmm. he's got uh the aviators on he's got this big bulletproof vest that says press no one else could pull that off like right. he walks by and he looks cool he has like a certain <laughs> essence about him and then you know you're in politics you hear stories about his conduct behind the scenes and it's all like cool like yeah. the guy's just like an alpha male yeah. getting the when job when you go into those offices there's like a guy he's got a bourbon he pours you a shot you sit and shoot the crap with one dude and someone walks in and they're making a joke and there's the wall of shame with the llama like it's yeah. a really cool atmosphere it's not tense at all it's not a military base yeah and we're right wing i mean what does that mean like fundamentally we believe in hierarchy you're talking about james o'keefe arguably the most consequential journalist that we've mm -hmm. seen in right wing politics mm -hmm. in the last 20 years and you're gonna go at him because he made fun of you for being like fat and, <laughs> and like insecure well, I mean, so quit and find a new job if you don't like how he runs things, mm -hmm. too. I, I want to beat up every single person on that list. <laughs> <laughs> and it would, they'd thank me in five years. I, I, well, it just seems like, look, again, I want to see, do you guys have evidence to back this up? Because if you don't, you're done, right? But he's, he could just go create a new thing. And that, like, how would the, the board members, again, unless there's something huge and explosive, how would the board members think like, oh, we'll be fine without him. 
We'll do fine. Yeah, that's what'll happen. There'll be a mass exodus. Yeah. It'll be like Vrajek Peritas. And they'll just continue without the pussies or the board involved. Right, like James will just start something new and then they won't be involved and he'll still be doing all of this. So it, again, like it just seems like such a weird decision. Maybe this is a Noah's Ark moment where we need a flood to mm. walk, wash the filth off the streets. Yeah, maybe and start so. Anew. It, it, and it, it just feels so gross knowing how much money he has raised for them. I mean, it's, I was looking at the numbers, like I wanna say what last year it was, 22 million or something. It, it had doubled from the year before that based off of his work entirely. He's so, he's so fundamental to that organization I know. through that or actually Not just, just to the, the organization, to the entire movement. That's sure. what I'm saying. Like, this is a blow to the whole movement, not that, just to PV. That's why it, I just feel like he's got more leverage than the board does. Yeah. Here. I mean, they've got, they can't be that dumb to think that, oh, well, you know, we, we, we can do this on our own. Well, if there's yeah. a mole on the board, it's not dumb. It's sabotage. Right. Mm -hmm. It's a plan. Right. Mm -hmm. Well, but, the, but then what is, what is step two of the plan? They hope he doesn't reform and get a mass exodus. Which... But it better not be to keep going. It'll be like, remember when Motley Crue replaced Vince Neil? Mm. No, you don't. No. Because <laughs> they sucked and no one listened to them. <laughs> Um, well, all they right. got him back. Let's, uh, let's go ahead and take a quick break, and then I want to talk. Uh, <laughs> Disney is having a little bit of a problem. We'll get into that after the break. So... Walt Disney Company uh, has announced that it will be laying off around 7,000 employees, and they also have unveiled a vast restructuring scheme uh, amid all of these job cuts and the announcement that uh, CEO Bob Iger will step down in the next two years. So they're going to be organized into three core collaborative business segments, Disney Entertainment, ESPN, and Disney Parks uh, experiences and products. And so, look, I... <laughs> They're cutting $5.5 billion in costs, which will be made up of $3 billion from content, excluding sports, and the remaining $2.5 billion from non-content cuts. And they've lost over 2 million subscribers, while Netflix uh, and ESPN Plus and Hulu have made gains. So I, keep, I don't want to give myself credit, but I, I feel like I keep pushing on people, like, cut your Disney subscription. Stop going to Disney parks. Hit them where it hurts, and maybe, maybe they'll restructure something. Maybe they'll get a CEO in who isn't completely woke and actually stop giving your children this garbage like we played the other day with that. Uh, what was the show? It was called, like, Louder and Prouder or whatever, and it was the, the cartoon. Proud Family. Yes, yeah. the Proud Family. Um, the cartoon with the kids just teaching your children that they were slaves built this land and we deserve reparations. We deserve, we deserve it. We demand it. Teaching your children that with your Disney plus subscription. So I'm hopeful that like, they're going to have to do something if they keep taking these hits. But, but what? So I, I don't think so. I, I loved how they said that uh, Bob Iger was going to take over from, you know, this guy and the, but everything started under Bob Iger. Mm -hmm. it, the, the ship started sinking when he came in, when they got rid of Eisner, things took a completely different turn. Um, and a lot of people don't understand, like Disney doesn't hire CEOs. They don't go headhunting to find like the best right. person outside the company. They have to have like a, there's like a whole big circle where, 
you know, you have to be head of parks, then head of this, then CFO and all this stuff, then you're eligible to be CEO. That's how it works there. So you're just going to get another person that's a cog in the wheel that's right. been there. Nothing is going to change. But, and, but at some point, if, they, if their pocketbook is hit enough, something has to change though, right? Like, I'm not, I'm not saying that they're not going to believe the crazy crap that they believe. I'm just saying, like, how can you run a company if you keep taking financial hits? What's, what's amazing about Hollywood, and you know how I worked, you know, security in that over there for a long yeah, time. I know, you're super important. Okay, let's go got that. It. Got it. They, they all have this group think, and they think that they represent the majority, and that what everyone else thinks doesn't matter. Not only that, it doesn't matter, it's just inconsequential. So they surround themselves with the millions of people that are in California who all think the same way, and they're like, well, eventually they'll come over to the right way. That's how they think over there. Mm. It literally is. There's an iron curtain right there at the border, and nothing else matters. I really don't think but it'll surely change. surely the bottom line has to matter That's what I'm point. saying. Yeah. I don't know. I, would, I think I so. Well, you know, John was talking about the military saying they're purposely getting these freaks in order to have non-loyal soldiers. So it could be a grand plan. But I'm inclined to think that the there's no head of the snake here. And it's just wokeism is a virus. Mm -hmm. And it comes and they, someone's at Disney like, I want to do like a gay reparations cartoon. <laughs> And they're super loud, and everyone else is sort of like, okay, I'll start drawing that. <laughs> and the squeakiest wheel gets the grease. Yep. So these, these psychotic radical lefties have taken over Disney, not because of some grand plan, but because that's how viruses work. Mm -hmm. And they just take over all the cells until they give in the body stage four wokeness. And maybe Disney has got to a point now where chemotherapy can't save the day, and it's just woke crap. Yeah, I, I just... Man, I have a hard time believing, especially with uh, the economy the way that it is. I don't know if you've looked at how much going to the actual Disney parks cost right now, but they keep raising their rates. They're yeah, charging you. it's insanely you. expensive. Yeah, and they keep adding on fees for different things, right, that they didn't charge for before. It's like how the airlines did a while back where they're like, we're charging you an extra $25 to breathe. So I just, with the economy the way that it is, people are not going to be able to afford it anyway. Plus you throw in there that I'm like, we're taking our family to Universal in the fall, right? Because we're like, I, 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 we're not going to Disney. I have to imagine there are some people who are going to do that as well, not just because of all the wokeism, but also because of, uh, of the cost. I wish that were the case. I just, I don't think that's going to happen. Oh, why? Uh, because I don't think that the pendulum exists. I think that's something we tell ourselves to be really? comfortable. I think it's more of a ratchet. I think they just <laughs> keep clamping down on us. Because think about it. 30 years ago, two men kissing on television was like unthinkable. And now it's a situation where they just keep doing it and it crystallizes within the consciousness of the masses. And maybe it doesn't work with you know the Buzz Lightyear film. Maybe it doesn't work with this. But it's just going to keep going and going. And I actually looked into the article because I resent things like this. Because that's what it does to the right. You know, It's like, oh, we're winning. No, we're not. You read the article and it turns out they're not like losing money because they're going woke. There's a paragraph at the end of it like just, you know, pontificating like this could be a reason. They're losing money because there was some like licensing thing in India that didn't go well for them and so they missed out on revenue and they did lose subscriptions in terms of like relative terms, mm -hmm. but absolutely they're still up quarter over quarter and it does make sense. I mean, they didn't have the licensing thing and then, you know, there are emerging competitors with like Netflix, HBO, all these other streaming services. So that does make sense, but if Americans really like hated woke stuff enough to actually vote with their dollar, the NFL wouldn't still be 
getting like record-breaking numbers mm. in terms of their ratings. They have Black Lives Matter in the end zone. People are still kneeling on occasion. Like this is a huge thing. So Americans are just too comfortable, I think, to respond to it. And it's possible they don't care about the bottom line. Like, yay, Kanye mm. said, I didn't know this, but Nike is like 700 on the Forbes, you know, successful corporations list. And they are really just a, me this, this is his theory, they're really just a media platform to push wokeism. And mm. they don't care. Yeah. if they're profitable. So maybe Disney could just drive till the wheels fall off. Yeah, well, um, just to kind of add to this conversation, DeSantis, Governor DeSantis, uh, did sign a bill to dissolve Disney's independent special district. Um, and this bill is closing the tax loopholes that Disney has, I know we've talked about it on the program before, taken advantage of for many years. So they're going to be forced to pay their fair share of taxes moving forward too, which hasn't applied to them for all of these decades. I love it. DeSantis is such the Nancy Pelosi uh, for us, it seems like. <laughs> I love he, it. He's the guy that's going to play dirty. Um, or he's not, not going to play dirty. He's just going to respond in kind, you know yeah. what I mean, and actually do something. I'm so sick of, like, I, there was Kevin McCarthy was asking him, hey, are you going to stand back there and he ripped apart the... Uh, State of the Union right. speech. And he was like, oh, we're going to take the high road. I was like, oh, oh screw I'm so I like the sick high of road hearing anymore. that. No, 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 stop. Give it back that's to them tenfold. That's, that's what you got Santos, dude. Yeah, we got a liar now. <laughs> Lie it up. Break some stuff. Golly, okay, so that's so frustrating <laughs> because it's like you can't, you're not playing by the same rules. So you can't right. win the game yeah. if the other side is like, we're not, we're not, Playing by rules. Yeah, we'll I want our want. two thousand mules. Right. Where are our guys in the middle of the night with the the, the latex gloves? Right. Right. Surgical gloves. You, you, it, it, dealing with bullies has never worked the way that the GOP is playing this. Right. Like so, if, if oh, you turn your other cheek, they're going to hit the other cheek, right. knock you down, and stomp on your body. That's what they're going to do. And this never works. Well, well, while we go down with our children uh, being trans and they're having their breasts chopped off and they're having their genitals mutilated, we can all feel good and sleep well knowing that we had the moral superiority, John. Yeah, we're going to be up against a wall and the communists are going to be in power. Yeah. And we're just going to be like, can you imagine if the roles were reversed? And then you're like, your brain just explodes all over the wall. But that's like you at the Drag Queen Story Hour. You don't have to beat up anyone or break the law. We're not up against worthy adversaries here. You just go to Drag Queen Story Hour and say, this isn't happening. And they immediately shut it down. You haven't said the F word. You haven't threatened kids or anything. Just exist and say no. Or even that trans uh, surgery that was at the hospital that lives of TikTok exposed. Mm -hmm. All mm -hmm. we did was say, hey, that's, uh, we don't like that you do that. It's not being done anymore. Right. And the law, they ended up getting the law changed. This wasn't riding in the streets. This wasn't BLM at, at Molotov cocktails. This was just trying a little bit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we were discussing this earlier, too, before the program. I received pushback, and I know you have as well, from people on our side like, well, why didn't you go up and try to like debate these moms on why they shouldn't take their yeah. child or in there? Pray. And I was like, yeah. no, at a certain point, I mean, this single mother is taking her son here for a malicious purpose or like a purpose that is so ignorant, she's not going to be receptive to me, who she classifies as her enemy. I mean, the essence of politics is we have friends and we have enemies. And you're not going to debate these people. Mm -hmm. You have to humiliate them, they want you to get die. the footage, yes, exactly. spread it around. Like they would, I mean, even in New Jersey, in the last week, you've seen two elected Republican officials the be second. killed. Yeah. Yeah. Like this is that. what these people want to happen. That's why they turn 
turn the other cheek at Antifa. It's not because they're hypocrites. It's because they're doing the work that AOC and all these other, you know, maybe more normal Democrat types want to be done, but they can't have the blood on their hands. Yeah. What did you yell at them about the axe wound? I asked why she wanted to put an axe wound between her son's legs. <laughs> I know. What a great line. I know. It was so good. Which is, it never heals. They have to do this thing called dilating, where like hours a day, times a day, they have to prevent the wound from healing, and the body is like, I know that, you know, the brain is feeling a certain way, but I'm really, I need to fix this, otherwise it's going to get infected, and you're going to die, but they just, And I, it, I find it tastes disgusting. Like, it doesn't taste like a and real you're, one. In your experience. <laughs> no matter how long you're down there for. It's got like a lemony, tangy tartness to it. That might be just me. No, it's worse than that. Don't oh, you've they... tried it too? <laughs> no, no, no. No! They, don't they use like tissue from, this is what I read, that they use tissue from the anus, and so everything smells like poop. I heard it smells like rotting skin, because it is, because the hairs get pushed back. And then they rot back there. It's also incapable of self-lubrication. <sighs> and so they have to. But I'm sure that you've enjoyed uh, these people going on TikTok and Twitter bragging mm -hmm. about what they describe as designer coochie as something better than like right. what God or nature created naturally. They think it's been better because it's been like engineered by surgeons. Yeah. No. I'll take uh, my own natural one any day of the week. All right. We got to take a quick break. We'll be right back. stay on this on this topic a little bit here of the the trans stuff 12-time all-american and five-time sec swimming champion riley gaines is calling on the ncaa to establish separate locker rooms for transgender athletes after she says she and her teammates were forced to undress in front of university of pennsylvania swimmer leah thomas after a meet last year uh, she said it made them all very very uncomfortable and they didn't know what was going to happen didn't consent to any of it watch one of the things that you are campaigning against with the NCAA is to make sure that men who have transitioned to be a woman do not share the same locker room Correct. as female athletes. Correct. Did you share a locker room with Leah Thomas? Yes. Um, the NCAA, of course, we competed against Thomas, but we were not forewarned um, beforehand that we would be sharing a locker room with Leah. We did not give our consent. They did not ask for our consent, but in that locker room, we turned around and there's a 6'4 biological man dropping his pants and watching us undress and we're exposed to male genitalia and so that because to me, he hasn't had surgery gender affirming surgery correct at the time yeah, he's got correct. a dong and so that to me was worse than the competition piece um not even probably a year two years ago this would have been considered some form of sexual assault um mm. voyeurism but now not even are they just allowing it to happen. It's almost as if these large organizations are encouraging it to happen. Yeah, I wouldn't say that it was sexual assault, but I mean, that used to be called indecent exposure, did it not? Mm -hmm. Well, there's talk of him being erect in the, and I love women, but I could never be okay with a woman's boner. <laughs> <laughs> I just, it's, it, it really infuriates me that we are doing this to women for a tiny, 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 tiny fraction of the country who are mentally ill and need help. So we're just sacrificing 50% of our country. Like, who cares? We don't care how you feel. We don't care if it makes you uncomfortable to undress in front of this giant man with an erect... Woman's boner. 
with a woman's boner. Um, <laughs> we don't care about that. We don't care that you were not prepared to see his woman's boner. We don't care about any of that. We don't care what you have to say, how you feel about it, or whatever, because we want to satisfy this tiny, minute fraction of the country, which, as Gavin pointed out, because they're the squeaky wheel that gets the grease. Yeah, and they're, and they're not even considering just just common sense safety in any right. of this. Yeah. Like right. they, they, they're, they're making women incredibly unsafe. There they're, are women being raped in their own prisons because they're bringing trannies into yeah, them. Yeah, there, there was a story not too long ago about a, a, a dude in the UK. In Glasgow. Ra- it was a Glasgow, it raped yep. somebody, and then right before he was going to prison, he goes, oh, I'm transitioning over to a girl. So now he's with a bunch of women, and he's been convicted of raping women. Great. What could possibly go wrong? Right. I mean, what? I mean, and it, this is, and it goes far. It goes beyond like universities. They're trying to take this down into like high school, all the way down. Mm-hmm. You're kidding me. You know how to end this debate? You talk to these people and you <clears> say, <throat> "Why do no trans men compete in male sports? Why are there no trans men? Some lesbian with a little puby beard trying to get into the NFL? It never ever happens. And there's no trans men trying to get into male prisons. You don't see that either." Because men and women are different, no matter what you do to their bodies, they still, these trans men know they'd get raped in prison because they have men's vaginas, and they know they would get eaten alive in men's sports because women are not as strong as men. Yeah. So the very fact that it's all one way shows you that it's just dudes cheating. It's kind of yeah. why I'm sympathetic, honestly. It's like, <laughs> you know, I want to be mad like, you know, the military, our country, that's all fine. But the institution of women's sports, I mean, that's where I personally draw the line. That, like, really. But then it's like, you know, that's male excellence. You know, you've got these, like, unexceptional male athletes. What do you got? You think outside of the box. You go compete against women, and you bring home gold. <laughs> I respect it, like, insofar as that's concerned. But, and especially, too, because they're not even putting up a good defense. You've got these girls who are like, well, I don't care if they're trans, but they can't take away my gold medal. And it's like, you're still a, you're still retreating if you're going to be like, well, right. as long as they're not in the locker room, that's fine. Yeah. You have to affirm the reality that these are not actually women, these are men, and anything in between is just going to buy you some time and it's just going to get back to that point. And quite honestly, it's probably worse for young girls to be exposed to a man who has had cosmetic surgery done to change his like physical appearance to mimic that crudely of a woman than it is like to walk in on a guy changing. Like honestly, I think that's probably worse because you know you walk in, your dad's getting changed, or you walk in the wrong locker room. That's one thing, but to be exposed to something that is so perverted and unnatural—that's probably even more traumatizing. Yeah, I, I, it really is frustrating because I wish that these women would just stop stop competing. Like when they see that there is a a, a transgender, what, the biological male competing in whatever the sport it is, just be like, band together and be like, Yeah, they're doing that. It. That surfer who had her arm yeah, bitten she, off by yeah, a shark, she, she said, I'm not competing anymore. Gave up her entire career. Everyone else needs to do that, though. That's yeah. what I'm saying. It shouldn't just be on her to take a stand. Where are all the rest of the women? Because let me tell you something, you're not going to be first place. You're not, like, it's, it's not like you're like, oh, well, maybe if I'm, I mean, I might beat him. I t- I'll tell you one sport that I saw <laughs> that, um, that it was a male going to a female sport was that figure skater that they were like, oh, well, you guys say that males are always the ones that win in this, but this figure skater sucked, and that was a male trying to be a woman. So I will but tell you, But that was Gavin, still affirmative action that got him on that <laughs> rake. <laughs> He's... 
He had never terrible. put on skates before then. Yeah, never he's in his a life. farmer. Did he like immediately just like eat it, and yes. everyone just had to pretend that that didn't he's just He's been happen. doing it for like three years. <laughs> and then they gave him a flag after he after they helped him up. They gave him a flag. I'm like, Why are you giving him a flag? He can't even skate without. You know what one. it is? It's like when you're in high school and they elect the retarded kids as prom king, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and you have to just be like, yeah. "This is great." Yeah. Yeah. Everyone. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we gotta take a break. We'll be back. <laughs> That was so funny. Really quickly, we only have a few minutes left here. Uh, Pennsylvania Senator John Fetterman, who of course survived a stroke last May, was hospitalized last night after feeling lightheaded, according to a statement from his office. Now, they still don't know what it is, uh, could be serious, could not be serious. They did say that uh, initial tests did not show evidence of a new stroke. But, you know, if you are already a survivor of a stroke, you are at higher risk for having another stroke. So we'll see what happens there. But, I mean, he was already kind of a vegetable, so. <laughs> he still has to have closed captioning in the Senate flo- on, the, on the Senate floor. Remember when they were like, he doesn't know what they're saying. No, 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 this is just short term. Don't worry. He'll be fine. It's going to wear off. It's, it's still going on. I mean, I, I can't wait for, I get they're lining up. Everyone's getting ready to say, oh, this how brave he is for continuing to do that job yeah. with those men. It'll be like Haiti after the earthquake. You were like, how can you tell? The before and after pictures <laughs> look the same. So how could we tell if he has brain damage? You yeah. know, come on going, the Eagles are way better than the Eagles. Yeah. And they're like, oh, good. <laughs> He's just as brain dead as he was before the stroke. So we're happy? I want them to test why his head looks like he has a shrunken, shrunken head syndrome. I, I think that this is a way of like American power antagonizing its citizens. Like the, the same way that there was that uh, Roman emperor who had like a horse who he made a senator and if you didn't like salute the horse, he would like kill you. Yes. I was like, this is your senator now, American yeah. citizen. <laughs> you will respect him. And he's like this retarded guy and we all have to just go along with it. Um, all right, we're, uh, Gavin, tell everyone where they can find you. Uh, they can find me at censored.tv. It's the only place I'm allowed to be, my own website. I'm banned from Pinterest and Australia uh, <laughs> and everything else. So this is what we're left with. Well, you're allowed here anytime. We oh. appreciate you joining us. You guys are okay too, I guess. Yeah. We'll see you tomorrow. Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.